Welcome back to Pop Culture Failure, where we watch a thing from pop culture and then we talk about it. I'm Sky. And I'm Jake. And Happy New Year and all of that. We made it to 2021. Yay. Uh, I don't know about you, but I'm fucking sick of all the Goodbye 2020 commercials I... already. <laughs> I'm. Are there bu- Goodbye 2020 commercials? Yes. I was watching Hulu and Hulu has uh, ads because I... I refuse to not. Right, because you're a regular human being. Right. I've been watching HBO Plus, so uh, uh, there are not ads. Yes. Also, YouTube will have ads, and like, there's a whole like spoken word rhyme that they're like goodbye 2020. And it's like I just fucking let it, let it stop talking about it. <laughs> we heard, we heard enough. It's fucking fine. Yeah. We don't have to keep talking about we it. About we it were all there. Year. We were all. Every one of us were there. You don't have to talk about it. We can move on. You've just been sitting on this, waiting to... I yelled about it earlier when my mom was here, too. Is that why she left so quickly? Yes. She was nervous? <laughs> She's like, hey, get the fuck out of here. But we're, we're watching the Mighty Ducks, the the animated series. Episode not, 11. Not the movies. Oh, I forgot. You have to say that word. Yeah. Um, apparently, Siri... I'm, either I touched it, or it... Maybe thought... it heard you say sorry as Siri. Oh, yeah. Hey, Siri. Oh, she you... does like my voice. Okay. What up? Well, she heard you. That's weird. Yeah, I mean, you said it. Okay, Google. What? Tell me a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but those jokes delight me. This this podcast has become watch us play with our uh, smart <laughs> assistants on our phones. Yeah, my TV could turn into an Alexa, but I don't want one. I think. Uh, I think it can. I, I know it has an Alexa option integrated into it. I was going to say, you think you don't want one until you... Uh, can turn on all your lights and do all the stuff just by hollering from your couch. Eh. I'd have to get all new stuff and I can just pull the cord or whatever. But anyway, we're watching like the Mighty caveman. Ducks. Uh, Happy New Year. Episode 11. It's called Micro Ducks. Yeah, it's not as cool as I hoped it was going to be. I was hoping for like a Fantastic Voyage scenario where they had to go inside of uh, Phil or something to get bacteria out of uh, him. I bet that's gross. Yeah. Real slimy and greasy inside that man. Uh, there's just whole hot dogs in there. Floating around. Uh, there's an episode of the Planeteers and Captain Planet where I think um, the African fellow, I think his name is Mati? Or is that the Indian One fellow? of them is named Mati. But whoever's Earth, um, he drinks water from a stream that he didn't boil and he gets uh, diphtheria or something. So the rest of the Planeteers... I forget how, I think it had to do something with the bad guy of the episode, shrunk them down and they went inside of him and killed all the bacteria. I remember Wheeler shooting fire inside of a human being and killing bacteria with it by, I don't know, boiling the person's blood inside of him. <laughs> uh, Kwame. Kwame. Mati is the Indian fellow. Then. Yeah. Uh, LeVar Burton is his voice. I did not know is that. Is that right? Yeah. I did not know that either. Kwame, Wheeler, Guy. Mati and Linka. Linka. She's Romanian or something? Sure. And Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> as she Gaia? Gaia. Yeah. That, that tracks. I've, I lost track of... Ed Asner, is, his character's name is Hoggish Greedly. <laughs> yeah, he looks like a pig man. Uh, it's been a long time since I watched any of this, but... I... Th- what is there, like, there's a guy named Loot and Plunder, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's in the song. Yeah. I think... Yep, that's his name. <laughs> think of the context of the song. They're talking about the acts of looting and plundering. Oh. <laughs> but 
it's possible they are, in fact, name-checking loot and plunder. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I forget what the name of the lady who has the bangs over her face is. She wears that purple suit, and the yeah. side of her face you never see is all scarred up for some re- reason or another. But she made makeups that, like, hurt animals. Is it Dr. Blight? That sounds right. She's just in a lot of episodes. Sometimes <laughs> she's Meg Ryan. Sometimes she's not. Neat. Um, so, Mighty Ducks, Micro Ducks. Um, we open up. We got real sidetracked real fast. There's also a, uh, that monkey's name is Sashi. I forgot the monkey had a name. Yeah, why wouldn't a monkey have a name? I don't know. I forgot the monkey name. Meh. My bad. So, we open up on some sort of like steel working plant where a couple of fellas are sitting in like a controlled module out of Star Wars. And apparently this place makes engines, but these machines are super easily repurposed. So don't yeah. worry about that. And they're talking about how it's all automated. So they, they, all they do is push a button. Yeah. Because robots. Robots are a big factor of this episode. Yes. Speaking of which. Here's the main villain. <laughs> His name's Dr. Droid. Yeah. Real, real subtle every which way. Um. He is the, as Jake mentioned, the 90ist of villains. He has uh, Spyro. Spyro, is that the villain in uh, The Incredibles? He has his hair. Syndrome. Syndrome, that's it. Spyro is a dragon. Right. Who did, I think, may have similar hair. <laughs> Beautiful dragon hair. <laughs> but he, he rolls in. He's got a robot face, at least an robot eye, uh, and guns in his pauldrons. And like he's he's a he's a cyborg. He's got yeah. a bunch of cyborg parts. I <laughs> I like the Gatling gun shoulder pads. Pretty good. He no longer likes humanity because he's I don't know evolved above them as a robot. Yeah, he's he's more robot than man, so he's better. Sure. The two workers run out because uh, it's it'll be safer to go back to their old job of driving a dynamite truck. Get it? Because dynamite trucks are dangerous to drive. I think one would assume. Shouldn't jostle them too much. It's actually pretty stable, but um, you shouldn't smoke in that job. That's oh, probably. for sure. <laughs> Doctor Droid like presses I don't know six buttons, and now he's taken over the whole facility, and he can use it to create his army of darkness with six button presses. Well, he's a robot. He knows exactly oh, which I, buttons to press. He also does plug in like R two D two. That's my bad. Well, he is a Doctor Droid. Right, so <laughs> I guess he's uploading the flash drive so that they have the plans for the ultimate destroyer or whatever. But when you know it, the ducks kick in a wall. The mighty ducks. Because they, they don't give a single shit about property damage or ruining a family business. <laughs> they don't, uh, they don't, they're not from this planet. Yeah. They're going to leave as soon as they can. <laughs> they had the option to leave last episode or the episode before. Well, as soon as they can after they defeat the dragons. Okay. But yeah, so they just slam the car through the door and then they come out basically daring uh, the dragon, or not the dragon, the, the robot man to fight him. And he scoffs at them because he's not impressed by a bunch of anthropomorphic ducks because he's a racist. I was going to say most people probably would be, but if anyone's not going to be impressed by giant anthropomorphic ducks, it's this nut. He's got one robotic eyebrow. <laughs> he's tired of the standard human eyebrow, which is incapable of all that uh, eyebrow could be. Right. Imagine how much more dramatic you could be if you could articulate every single inch of your eyebrow, Jake. <laughs> I know, I've seen The Rock, Sky, or Jack Black. <laughs> they have full control of their eyebrows. It's true. I saw Jack Black solved a Rubik's Cube with his. I, I have 
spend plenty of time looking in a rearview mirror trying to get mine to move like that, and I can't do it, and it's why I'm not successful in life. And also have six car accidents under your belt. Yeah. <laughs> so Two more, and I get a free a free car accident? You get a free trip to jail, that's for sure. Yeah. So the ducks, uh, Wildwing starts barking out orders. He tells everybody to do like a, a phalanx kind of thing, and they're going to take him down as a group, and Nosedive's like, nah, fuck this noise. I'm going to be the hero of this episode. And he runs out to go shoot the uh, the robot man to which you said oh he's gonna have to learn a lesson this episode and he absolutely doesn't learn nope. anything he doesn't learn a single damn thing and in fact like he goes running out with his gun drawn he shoots but we don't like when we get the reverse shot of the villain we don't see those shots land so he missed wide <laughs> um and dr dragon holds out his arm and he shoots a missile out of his damn hand which then knocks the gun out of nosedive's hand Nosedive continues to run until he slams into a rack full of tools. He had every moment to stop and chose not to, and instead gets pummeled by a bunch of tools. Yeah. Then Grin, who must have uh, like leveled up his monk levels, catches the missile and snaps it in half. So I guess it's not an explodey one. It's uh, I'm going to knock a gun out of your hand missile. Also, that's the first time Grin's fucking done anything in like six episodes. <laughs> Yeah, Brad Garrett was available to record today, so we uh, we get more grin. So in, in, during Nosedive's slamming into a rack full of tools, Dr. Droid took that opportunity to leave. The rest of the ducks, I guess, just stood around watching that uh, because he Dr. Droid got away and the ducks are all like, uh, Nosedive fucked up. He's the one that caused a distraction. <laughs> so you assholes all chose to stand and watch. Yeah, but you know how easily distracted a duck gets. <laughs> I guess. I mentioned Brett and the, all the cartoons looked at me. <laughs> at this point, I, I had not noticed, but uh, Tanya's not with them. She's back home. And uh, on, on Wild Wing's gauntlet circle window, um, there's some more activity of technology. So they think that it might be droid. So they hop in the migrator. And they head over to, I don't know, a different part of Anaheim. They think it might be Draganis. They think it might be Dr. Droid. But instead, it's <sighs> Megamind or... Mind guy? Brain, Mind brain boy? Uh, He'll I tell us his name in a minute. Uh, the Mindbender. Oh, that was it. He's, um, imagine Professor Frank from The Simpsons, but put a big brain hat on him. That's about it. Yep. He's got a cool voice at first. He says Glavin. <laughs> sure does. Um, if you watched Legend of Korra, whoever did the recaps, I can't remember the fellow's name, but he did the recaps and he did the announcer voice. It's that guy's voice. Um, and he's got a glowing green tube that he's, I don't know, talking about, but it doesn't say what it does. And the ducks come up and they're like, hey, asshole, wh why? And then, oh, actually, he does say it's a thermal bomb. That'll cover everybody in holiday sauce. I don't fucking know. It's dumb. It's very. It's also very inconsequential to the rest of the episode. Yep. Um, the ducks kind of just give him a look, and then he breaks out of his uh, his regular voice. Wildwing has had a, a day, so he's just like, "Grin, go punch this man to death." And he does. Well, not to death. He just probably pimp slaps him once, and uh, Mindbender falls down. And when we get up, we get a reverse shot of what I thought was. <laughs> Was Wildwing executing him? Uh, but it turned out it was just the the tie him up uh, puck shot. All it takes is to kill a human being is one well placed puck to the throat. Oh, for sure. Or probably teeth, because then you could choke on your blood. 
Yeah. But anywhere from the nose down to like your clavicles is gonna kill a human. Or in the temple, there's a lot of places above the nose. Yeah. I think you could probably. If you kill hit the someone. heart at the right moment, you can kill him. Yeah. We we're very squishy. We're we're badly designed. Yeah. It's a good thing we got these thumbs for holding guns. <laughs> yeah. And tools to make more guns. Yeah. Uh, so they just leave this him. This is a shockingly pro-gun podcast. <laughs> for once. Uh, well, we are often advocating murder also. So. Well, it would make a lot of these things happen a lot better. Yeah, it, it would solve a lot of our guys' problems if they would I, just end the problem. I was reading a uh, thread about someone um, watching all the Harry Potters, and he kept mentioning how... It, much better this would go for the Death Eaters if they also carried guns. And I was like, yes! <laughs> yes! You may have a stick, but I have a gun. All right. Or while they do that thing where the where the wands just blast at each other. Flattery uh, and Cortatum? I have no idea. But while that's happening, you just pull your gun and shoot the other one. Indiana Jones style. Or have somebody else do that. Yeah. Like, you can bring muggles on. They got, they just have them bring guns with them yeah, and stuff. Fucking have a machine gun just mow down those fucking wizards. Yeah, you could probably, like, a human against a troll isn't going to go great. But if a human against, or a human with, like, a Gatling gun versus a troll, a lot more even. Yeah, fucking cut him off at the knees. <laughs> oh, I see that you brought a Minotaur. I have a minigun. Yeah. Who wants steaks? A minigun strapped to the back of his Jeep. <laughs> Uh, you know how Mythbusters likes to blow shit up and yes. shoot guns? There's uh, an episode where Carrie Byron, just with the biggest grin on her face, takes uh, a minigun and cuts a tree in half just to prove you can cut a tree in half with a gun. Good times. That sounds great. It looked like a lot of fun. She had just a ear to ear. Super pleased. And to be truthful, it looked fun as hell. Do you want to get a minigun and a tree? I mean, it sounds very expensive, but yeah. What, uh, we actually... Oh, was it a minigun? I think Nick and I looked into how much it costs to get a minigun. There's no way it can be sold to the public. It There's can't. just There's, straight up no way. I think way. there's only like... A, no, it wasn't a minigun. It was some kind of other similar gun. There was only like 11 of them in existence. <laughs> and they're illegal to sell. Sure. And you, you can buy all the parts separately and build your own, but then you end up on a list or something. I would imagine and hope so. I forgot where we were in the Who story, cares? but they the, have a game tonight. Yeah, the ducks leave. Uh, I don't know, probably Milton, uh, Mega Mindbender, Mindbender was uh, up on the roof with his device, and they just fuck off because they got a game to get to. They tied him up. Uh, presumably, they called the police. One would think, or left him for the birds. <laughs> he can't move. They cut him a little bit and let the sharks come <laughs> get him. Yes, the space sharks. Uh, so we got to the. The, the stadium, the pond, I believe it's. Yes. I don't know if that's like their term for it or if it's, that's like the the accepted name for the stadium. Um, but the game is going okay. The Ducks are up at least by one. I think this is still at the point in our history where uh, stadiums and, and what have you were had names instead of just being Companies. Named. Yeah, after the company that owns them. What are you talking about? U.S. Cellular Field. Uh, it's Guaranteed Rate Field now, which is even worse. That is a terrible name. Yes. And I was not aware of that change. Of course, why would I? I don't care about baseball. Neither do I, but I'm aware of Guaranteed Rate Field. That's That doesn't even say a brand name. Uh, it's a Guaranteed Rate something. 
It's like a, a predatory loan company or something. <laughs> Checking the cash field. Yeah. Um, is Wrigley Field still Wrigley Field, or is uh, that yes. a colloquially known as? No, it's it's it uh, it's owned by a family, not a corporation. Or is but it also, owned by the gum people? That's what. Yeah, that's where Wrigley comes okay. from. Yeah. Okay. So technically, it is a corporation. Well, it's not owned by that them anymore. Uh, and it was probably the Wrigley family, not the actual corporate. Gum. It wasn't sponsored. The name wasn't sponsored by Gum. We're the Gum Boys. Play baseball but, here. Uh, the Ricketts family owns it now. Why do you know that? I don't know. I know stuff. All right. That's fair. So uh, Nosedive fucks up because he wants to be uh, the, the hero of the hockey team. And he knocks everybody down trying to take the puck from the uh, drive shafts. The bad guys? Sure. I don't know. The opposing team. Um, there's like a second left and then they take the bad guy team takes a shot and nosedive catches it and they win anyway. And this, at this point, uh, when nosedive, I mean, Wildwing caught it, sky said, nice. Cause he <laughs> was did. worried they weren't going to win. I was, I actually thought that he they were going to lose. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then they don't talk about how nosedive fucked up super bad. They just kind of go in and they talk to Tanya who's been researching. I mean, she was part of that game right i guess so but they found um the the actual human person who was dr droid his name is automaton you know like automaton like a robot (laughs) no or an ottoman like a footstool or like uh auto from the simpsons whose name is auto man it is how about that uh he looks like baxter stockman a little bit Except his hair is uh, uh, orange instead of blonde, like the cartoon from the '80s, um, and not the uh, you know the 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 black fella from the more recent cartoons, uh, voiced by Phil Amar in the Nick series, and I don't know who did the Ot Three series, but they changed originally. He was he was a black man, and then. The cartoons were like, we don't want Shredder to be bossing around a black guy, because that seems like it's racist to us. Is that Which, why? Yeah. Which is, you know, fair. Instead, they made him a nerdy little white man. That Which, is not the reason I would have thought they would have done that. I thought they would have just been racist from the get-go, where yeah. they were like, black well, people can't be scientists. I mean, it was already pretty racist with all of the Japanese stuff they were doing. Yeah, um, but to uh, American people in the late 80s, they didn't yeah. know any of that was racist. Yet. Yeah, that's that's fair. Um, we just learned that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but eventually he, like, it's apparently super well known that this dude just replaced his body parts with robot parts. I like the animation that, uh, Tanya (laughs) has set up for us. Yeah. So we watch the, all of his shit get replaced on their (laughs) screen. Like who did these surgeries? Robots, probably. Okay. That actually makes a lot more sense, because I can't imagine... Yeah, because that guy's got, like, a super hard-on for robots, so he's not going to let a person do it. That Yeah, that tracks. Probably's got a, a robot that he has sex with. You're right. For sure. Because um, I was gonna. there's no way that a human would risk their, their medical license. Be like, yeah, I'll put a robot arm on your body. That's for fine. For the right amount of money, maybe. There would definitely be a human who would risk their medical license for that. Maybe. Do you think he still has a human penis? Do you think it's just his his nose and mouth and penis that le- are left that are human? Well, as we see from the end, he's at the end. He's willing to abandon that body, so I don't think so. Oh yeah, 
So Pretty sure get, he is, in fact, robot from the, so the neck down. So you go get a different robot penis later. Presumably a bigger one. Obviously, you're not going to downgrade your robot penis size. <laughs> That's right. It's equal or higher. <laughs> Indeed. Um, so they, they play some audio clips about uh, from Dr. Droid, and he's mad that humans exist because they suck, which, you know what, fair. Yeah. Um, and he, then he dares the the ducks to come take care of him or to fight him at the museum because that's where he's going to go, which is a weird plan. Like, why would, why? I, I mean, okay, sure. You're setting a trap, but also like, just get the thing you need and not tell people <laughs> right, about it. Yeah. Don't tell the heroes about it. Yeah. And they don't talk about nosedive fucking up at all. So that were... definitely had to be like a B plot line of this. That the, that got cut out for time. It right? had to be, and there were just those leftover bits at the beginning where yeah. he's too too rowdy, rowdy, and and doesn't think things through. Because he learns, as we mentioned, zero lessons. So they hop in the migrator and they travel over to the museum, where Doctor Droid picks up the crystal of Atlantis. Yeah, like we're supposed to know what that means or does. I mean, we see what it does in a second, and we know well, what it, it means because it's. A crystal from underwater. <laughs> well, we don't know what it does, though. He just uses it as, like, a focusing crystal. Maybe that's all he needed. Well, then he could have just gotten, like, a lens from a telescope. No, you need a crystal from well, the water. You don't know anything about crystals. I know they're not rocks. They are rocks. Damn it. <laughs> Dr. Joy just kind of slides it in like a CD into... It's it's so loose in there. <laughs> doesn't secure it in any yeah, way. It has to be rattling... <laughs> A little bit. And this goddamn gun has exposed wires. Yeah. He's a robot, but a bad one. He's bad. Like, he designed that robot suit, I would assume. It's not a suit. That robot body, I assume. And it doesn't have exposed wires. Right. Why would your gun... Your robot penis isn't on the outside (laughs) of your pants. Your robot penis. It's carefully tucked up inside of your abdomen. (laughs) Where your robot penis goes. Until you need it. (laughs) Doubles as a jackhammer. (laughs) I mean, if you've gotten an appendage, you you got to use it. <laughs> it's like planning for space travel. you got to use every single bit of yeah. occupied space. <laughs> so, the ducks walk in through... Because Dr. Joy just also doesn't give a shit about property damage. He just punched a hole through the wall. So, the ducks None follow in. None of these people in, use doors. And they see the gun. There's an act break. And when we come back, the shot lands. And Nosedive and Grin get shot. Nosedive gets shot a lot. It's true. But he's like, oh, I'm toast. I've been hit. I've been... And then the green glow fades. He's like, oh, no, I'm fine. Which I actually thought was pretty funny. Yeah. It's a pretty good sell. And Grin's fine, too. I didn't realize that Grin got shot at first, because... Well, he doesn't make a big deal about it, like... Uh, nosedive. Nosedive does. Yeah. Then Wildwing tackles Dr. Joy to the ground, and the gun hits the ground, and because it the crystal wasn't secured in any way it flops out and breaks did you see dr Troy just use his robot penis <laughs> i don't think it was his penis because it came out from like where the top of the sternum would be well yeah but it's stored inside of his abdomen so it oh could just come oh out. that was just the tip yeah that's the other end. oh that's horrifying <laughs> no that's the tip it's the top part the part that connects to his his uh his robot balls <laughs> I'm sorry, are you saying that it it's, like, deployed from the chest and then he affixes it to the crotch? No, I'm saying it can come up and out his chest and you got one end, or it goes back down and comes out his penis end, mm. and that's the other end of it. That's horrific. Yeah. 
he uses it to push Wildwing away. <laughs> it's either yes. his dick or a third arm that's programmed into his chest. One of those. <laughs> and Dr. Joy I like sh- this episode. Dr. Joyd shoots a missile out of his hand, and this one explodes. It hits a scaffold that's leading up to the ceiling. I don't know what they were doing at this this, <laughs> this traditional museum scaffolding. Yeah, I mean, there's paint on there, but what were they painting? So Dr. Joy takes this opportunity to grab the crystal and leaves the crystal shard and bails again. And Mallory's like, God damn it, we fucked up again. It's Nosedive's fault. And Tanya says that they need to get back to scan themselves because uh, they got zapped with a ray that they don't know what it does. It's true. It could have given them any number of diseases could have or g- boiled their their guts. Hyper cancer. Um, so the ducks have a medical bay because why wouldn't they? With a scanner, like it looks like a Stargate, and it um, <laughs> it determines that they're shrinking. You'd assume that a shrink ray would work immediately, but this one apparently takes hours to to right. shrink you. I mean, if you're going to do it to your enemy, I think this is a better way to do it because it really fucks with your brain if you're just slowly shrinking. Yeah, also, it's not something you're aware of in, right away. Right. And I'm probably up to the point where you lose maybe one or two inches. You're not even sure if it's really happening. Right. And then and you're like Barbie doll sized. You're like, oh, right. no, something's wrong. And then suddenly you're looking Mallory right in the tits and you're like, <laughs> this didn't, I didn't used to. Wait, why do you have tits? You're a bird. <laughs> Defeat her young. <laughs> That's not how birds do. She regurgitates out of her boobs. That's h- horrific. I don't like it, <laughs> but I respect it. Nature's nature, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, the t- how I, that's how <laughs> I feel about all nature. I don't like it, but I respect it. <laughs> that's fine. So the t- uh, the the plan is go get the gun, flip the crystal upside down or whatever, and use it to re-embiggen them. They're pretty sure that'll work. The old flip the crystal. Yeah. You know, they got to reverse the polarity. Um, you should probably stop and focus on what, what the fuck Phil said here. <laughs> so... Grin, Tan- yeah, Tanya, and Nosedive are going to hang back because they're shrinking. And presumably Wildwing decided that they shouldn't go with because if they get too small, they won't be able to find them right. or will step on them. Or any number of things, like a cockroach will come out and, and eat them or whatever. And seemingly the other ducks don't have pockets, so they don't have anywhere to ride. Right. Uh, I mean, Duck Orange probably has a couple pockets somewhere. Uh, he has the most form-fitting outfit. He's a thief. He's a thief. Scum. Yeah, but he can just pull shit out. Of- They're cartoons. They can pull shit out of anywhere. Right. And also, he's probably got at least a lock pit somewhere. I guess they all have an anus they can ride in <laughs> if they need to. Cloaca, like actually. They have cloacas. <laughs> so, Phil is upset because his team is getting smaller just- and some are leaving. Yeah. Which is a thing that happens a lot. I don't know why he's upset that people right. are leaving. Yeah. <laughs> they have free That's their will. whole like, deal. They come and go. Um, but then he says that it's he doesn't want them to shrink because there's no money in kids' underwear, which is weird. Are they going to be children's underwear models? Is I that don't it? No. I'm I'll buying s- this underpants for my children because of this sexy tiny duck model. <laughs> weird way to phrase that. Sure. I'm not saying that. <laughs> the mother who's not buying the underwear. My for character her said it. <laughs> not my character. The character on the damn show. <laughs> Uh, but also, like, this is a kid's show. He's aware that it, this is a kid's show, I'm pretty sure. Uh, of course they're going to put, like, 
I'm sure I would have enjoyed having the Mighty Duck symbol on some underpants. I can't believe I don't now. Yeah, I don't think it's available. That's the only reason why you don't. Start getting iron-ons for my underpants. <laughs> right um, on the caboose. But it was a weird and gross comic covering from yeah. Jim Belushi. Yeah, I didn't. it, it didn't land. It, it sounded too real. It sounded too into it. And for a show that sometimes is actually funny, at least once an episode, it, <laughs> it a real, wasn't funny. It really clunks right there. Dr. Droid, we cut over to him, and he's back at the the place he took over earlier, and he's updated all the gear, I guess, and he's building robots on an assembly line. And all of these machines mostly are just shooting jets of flame into yeah, as parts as they swing by. They're just getting them warm. Some of them are screwing holes in things, but that's about it. But nothing's getting assembled, really. Everything's just getting welded randomly, it seems. Now... That claw one drops that robot leg from so high up, you'd think you'd want to place it. <laughs> yeah, the same thing with the engine that we saw earlier, but because that was a completed engine that they just fucking dropped on a turnbelt. <laughs> Whatever. We're not engine scientists, so we don't know anything. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm not an engineer, is what they're really called. <laughs> I don't think engineers work on engines. Sure they do. I mean, I mean, some of them do, but not all of not exclusively. Sometimes they work on other things. Yeah. Like bridges. Yeah, that's fair. But I would put dollars to donuts that engineers work on engines too. Right. You're right. That is correct. So we jump but back to the just... pond. Um, and we see teeny tiny nose diving grin. Um, they've shrunk down to maybe in a foot tall. Toddlerish size. Maybe a baby size. I don't know. I, I think they're about the size of Barbie dolls. Either way, they... Their feet don't touch the end of the chair that they're sitting in. Yeah, it's adorable. But also, they're not freaking out because there's only so much you can shrink before you turn... Like, I don't know how the shrinking is working, like, within the fiction. Because, like, with uh, Ant-Man, he's just removing the space between his atoms or increasing it so he gets big. Um, But with these guys, I don't know what's happening. Like, Tanya says something about becoming subatomic. Yeah, they could become so small they slip between the atoms which is how you in ant-man travel through time yeah so i don't know he also went into the quantum realm well that's how you yeah you'd go subatomic go into the quantum realm and come back out in a different time obviously of course but they already did that time travel bullshit oh yeah (laughs) they have a stick that'll do it for them if they need it um they should really gather all these awesome artifacts they have yeah uh the shrink rays and and uh, time travel guns and whatever else they've collected in the last couple episodes and, and use that against the dragons. You know what they could do is use the time travel stick and go back to before they got taken over on uh, on Puck World. And bring the shrink ray so when the dragons show up, you just shrink them and stomp on them. Yeah, or keep them in a terrarium because that'd be hilarious. Yeah. And extremely humiliating. I'm going to get you a terrarium and put a lizard in it and tell you it's a shrunken dragon. <laughs> as long as it's a bearded dragon. Those guys are cool. But the tiny people... uh, uh, (laughs) Remember the tiny king? His potato harvests? Yeah. Um, Orgies. (laughs) They decide that they're going to take the migrator and they're going to go to the... I don't know, to the... They're going to the museum to investigate what he might have stolen. Right. Meanwhile, in the arrowing... The regular-sized ducks. Yeah. Mallory says aloud, do you think that the bad guy went back to the scene of the crime? That's a thing bad guys do. And uh, Duck Orange cackles, and he's like, you dumb bitch. 
Only the rookies do that. And then Wild Wing says he has a one-track mind. So yeah, he probably did. So then it's decided they're going to the museum also. No, they're going to oh to the machine the place, factory that right? they first met him. Yeah, it's a he's returning to the scene of a different crime. <laughs> right. I forgot how many crimes were committed this night. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, this all takes place in one night, and we're on like the third round of crimes. Right. Uh, so uh, plus there was a hockey game in the middle. <laughs> They were very busy today. When did they shower after that hockey game? They're, they're ducks. They don't have to shower. Like, it they rolls even, right off their back. I was going to say, yeah. They got to like, roll they're around in dirt or something. Or excuse me. They're naturally oily. <laughs> um, You're naturally greasy. <laughs> that's right. So the, the, the three tiny ducks work as a team. Grin is pu- driving because he's the strongest that can turn the wheel. Nosedive is uh, like standing in the, the windshield so he can direct Grin. And Tanya is working the pedals, which is a silly thing that I feel like we saw in Toy Story. The Yeah, the uh, aliens and Buzz do that or something? I feel like it's everybody, but yeah. Yeah, I think the aliens are directing traffic from the mirror? Could be. Or maybe they're just dangling from the mirror. They are, for sure. Yeah, maybe they're not directing traffic. I think, I think they just... It's, it happens in Toy Story 2. Yeah. I don't know. I can see it in my mind's eye. What, uh... Good news. I was going to say this for uh, Pop Culture Palette Cleanse, but uh, part of my only New Year's resolution to watch all the Pixar movies is to watch all the Pixar movies uh, one every weekend. So I'll let you know in three weeks. Okay. Sounds good. Remember that Toy Story 2 video game? No. You, your Buzz Lightyear? You got to use his laser for reels? It was good. It was a good game. I remember the first Toy Story video game, and it was very hard. Where you were just woody? Yeah. You didn't have a weapon. You had your drawstring? Yeah. Silly. Swinging through that room. Yeah. Good times. So, th- they hit a mailbox committing a felony, and then they open the windshield to run out once they arrive. So they're heading into the uh, the, the museum. When they're pocket-sized, it's a lot easier to sneak into a place, I guess. Yeah. They don't have to just bust down a fucking wall. <laughs> also, I bet there's still that hole in the wall. Yeah. Because nobody fucking knows about it yet, because it's still the same day. So there were no alarms at this museum? Dr. D- dinosaur. Nope. What's his name? Droid? Droid. Thank you. The dinosaurs are different villains. Dr. Dinosaur is actually an ap- or, uh, atomic robo villain. Dr. Droid probably disabled them using his technology. Using his droid dog. Yes. He, f- he fucked away all of the alarms. <laughs> Made Been sweet there. love to the museum's alarm system. Hell yeah. And convinced it not to go off. It's a tantric thing. It's going to go off way later gross you took it there i said no such thing <laughs> but you, you prompted me and in turn dared me to go i allowed you to go there and that was my bad so the tiny ducks start looking around and tanya hops up to the pedestal that the atlantean crystal was sitting on and she reads its plaque and it says atlantean crystal use unknown <laughs> cool great good what work a, what everybody a good museum it was probably just a jewel of some kind. Right? A, I'm opening a museum, and there's just a big rock, and it's like rock <laughs> from somewhere. Use <laughs> <Deuce> unknown. <laughs> Take a selfie with it. Yeah. Here's a QR code. Here's a old subway cup. Use unknown. <laughs> we now use it for pens. So Tanya says something like, if only we had a piece of it, we could study it or something. Uh, and then Grin notices... A shard. There's broken glass everywhere. Right, yeah. I don't know how he 
determines that this is from that. Also, it's not in the place where it fell, so there's that. But he notices a a different kind of clear crystal glass. Right. Thank God no one came to clean up, because it would have just been in the damn trash. Well, you know who time. did come to clean up? Who's that? The rat problem. Oh, yeah. It's a goddamn ugly kitty cat. It's a big ugly cat. Like, it's cat, or its face is not constructed in the way that a cat's face should be. <laughs> I don't. It looks like a people that got turned into a cat. It definitely looks like any number of cats that tried to eat the rescue rangers. <laughs> sure does. Um, but it for whatever reason got in between them and the crystal. I'm, you know, having realized that there's probably still just a fucking gaping hole in the wall. That's it makes a lot more sense that, that there's a random cat in there. Yep, that's true. It wandered in because it's fucking hungry, and that's why it's going to eat these tiny ducks. Right. And probably just pissed all over everything. Well, gotta piss on something. That's true. So Cats nosedive. Dicks. <laughs> it's true. Nosedive being the hothead for this. You know, actually, he's always the hothead. He pulls out his gun and shoots the damn cat in the face, but it doesn't do anything. It just Wait, bounces off. That puck is probably so small. Yeah, like a needle is small. <laughs> you think it should just pierce right into him? Yes. Yikes. It's got the density of a regular puck. Shot at high velocity. <laughs> So we're fully following Ant-Man rules then. I am. Okay. I don't know what the show's doing. I usually am too, so. <laughs> Look, Ant-Man rules make the most sense in a in a pretend bullshit logical way. Yeah. Grin grabs the cat's tail and spooks it and makes it angrier. And Nosedive almost gets eaten by a cat. And then they grab the crystal and then they run away. Because Nosedive does have an explodey uh, gas puck that he uses to spook the cat. Your cat's biggest... Number one enemy is smoke. You should have brought in a snake. I was. Spoiled. You're thinking of mongoose, Scott. <laughs> no, cats are scared of snakes. That's why they're scared of cucumbers and bananas and stuff. They're programmed to be a fear to that shape. Oh, is that why they don't like them? Yeah. They see that shape and that color and they think it's a snake, so they get spooked and jump. Do cats not. Why do cats not like snakes? Because they're spooky as hell. Oh, yeah, that's true. How are you got, walking without any feet? Got that wiggle power. Ugh. And also probably, like, venom. <laughs> Apparently cats are aware of venom. I guess that's true. We don't have that many poisonous stinks around here, so that's yeah. why. I, I mean, I'm still scared of snakes, so get me wrong. <laughs> I just assume it's because I'm smart. Uh, there's a snake that I've seen multiple summers. I don't know if it's the same snake or if it's just, like, hiding out in my backyard sometimes. But it just appears, and it's just a, probably, like, a two-foot-long corn snake. It just hangs out, and I always find it when i'm mowing the lawn and i just don't want to super murder it so i kind of shush it towards the area i've already cut um at one time it went towards the house and i walked over just to see uh, what kind of snake it was and it had a cool pair of racing stripes down its whole back and i looked at it for a bit and the second i took a step away it like snapped at me and like chased after me i was like dude what are you trying to prove right now? I thought you were going to tell me that snake got in your house and it's still in here. <laughs> I was going to leave. I mean, it might be. <laughs> I can't verify that it's not. It's more likely it went under my porch uh, and like hung out there. Yeah. But, Better but, watch out. That snake's after you. Yeah, it is. But uh, it's like, Next dude, time, I could literally throw you onto the roof and over the house. Next time I come here, it's going to be wearing your clothes and pretending <laughs> to be you. And I'm not going to notice right away until it's too late. Like Sanjay and Craig. I don't know what that is. It was a pretty bad cartoon where a, a kid wished for a pet and he got a talking snake. Um, played by Chris Hardwick. Was that was the snake's name Craig? N- yes. Okay. Sanjay was the little boy. 
Uh, well, if Chris Hardwick was involved, it, it couldn't it, have been that good. It wasn't very good. No, it uh, it was aggressively lowest common denominator. And I bet Chris Hardwick yelled everything he said. That's just how he talks. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, he did. Uh, uh, the the two of them had a fart jar for keeping farts. Well, that I get. You know that kind of that kind of humor. Snakes fart. That one did. It was a cartoon, mm. and people were always trying to kill him with a shovel. That's also, he, that I get that the way that's why he had to disguise himself as a boy by putting on a shirt <laughs> and a hat. Well, if I come here and you're wearing a hat, I'll know something's <laughs> up. It's true. You're not usually wearing I, a hat inside your own home. Yep, I've either not showered or I'm a snake. <laughs> Scott doesn't Could go either wear that way. Bucket hat around here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing it back, rocking that early 2000s look. So, so, so the big ducks. They have uh, flown over towards the machine shop. And uh, Dr. Droid yells at them, you bitches forgot three-year ducks? Are they too small? Then he explains his whole deal. He's like, yeah, I made them shrink, but I made this big old robot grow. Like I'm damn Rita Repulsa. <laughs> right. So there's a big-ass robot for them to fight. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's fun. Um, It grabs the arrow wing. I don't hate that robot. It's yeah, it's a good robot. design. It's very it's bulky. Like It looks like you want your space robot to look. It looks like a real mean Baymax when he's got the red <laughs> armor on. You are correct. It does. Uh, it successfully shoots down the arrow wing. The ducks don't die in the crash. For some reason, we don't see the crash. Like it's it happens expensive to animate crashes. It's, is it? Um, we see an ominous footfall of the giant robot. Uh, meanwhile, Tanya has analyzed some of the shit or she gets a distress signal is that what happened she's, just then no she's analyzing the shard of the crystal okay on her little arm computer <laughs> her leela's gauntlet um and she's noticed that it can it can in fact reverse the sequence and, and make things big and she calls wildwing to tell him so but he already knows yeah because he saw the giant fucking robot and yeah. also dr droid fucking told him word for word <laughs> And he calls the robot a kill-crazed robot, which uh, is some spicy language for the show. Well, and I don't think robots are anything crazed. They're just programmed. Bender was crazed for beer. Well, that's that's different. He has a... And coitus. Well. Robot coitus. I understood. <laughs> he's got he's got more of a spunk to him. He does. A spark, even. Remember when we watched Transformers? They had sparks that were like their souls. No, I've uh, I've blocked all of that. <laughs> what a terrible mistake I made. <laughs> I warned you. You did, but I thought it was just like in jest. <laughs> I do talk a lot and make exaggerations very frequently, but but goddamn, it's there, Transformers there, bad. There's often a bit of truth in there. It's just often super exaggerated. How could something that bad be so long? <laughs> Well, they only got longer from there, Jake. Oh, God. That's insane. Yeah. Remember Beast Wars? Yes. That was good Transformers. Yes. Uh, so Wild Wing <laughs> tells... Keep changing topics on a dime. We should... What? They should... They should take the tra- they should take Beast Wars as it is right now mm-hmm. and just update the CGI. That I would, would be nice. I would love that because that CGI does not hold up. It's not. I watched the first couple episodes semi recently, and yeah, yeah, it's. I mean, for the time, it's wonderful. It's great. Yeah, I mean, it's respectable, but it's obviously yeah. of its time. Yeah, I would like to see it like smooth. Yeah, and beautiful. Beautiful. You love a smooth, beautiful robot. <laughs> I do, like uh, Air Razor or Black Arachnia. They were the sexy lady robots. Yes. 
This guy is a real robot boner for black arachnia. And I think, if I'm remembering correctly, they are the only two women in the show. Uh, that sounds about right. I can't think of another one. Everybody else was a dude, except for maybe there was, like, transmutate that was gender indeterminate? I don't know. I'm... I can't remember that. It exploded and everybody was sad. Oh. It was one of those episodes. So Wildwing tells Duck Orange <laughs> to go steal the gun, and he giggles to himself because he gets to do thieving. Yeah, he loves to do a thief. Uh, he's Yeah, he's more and more Gambit without the Cajun accent every every episode. Uh, we still got some episodes left. Maybe he gets a Cajun accent <laughs> soon. Well, he's already got that like New York Boston-y accent. Yeah, well, maybe they have to switch uh, actors. <laughs> and then he can start teaming. <laughs> That's true. Uh, follow Doc Lorange. He know the way. <laughs> yeah, like that. Why don't you just do it? <laughs> All right. And I'll be rogue, hand, sugar. Hand me, hand me the time spear and we'll go back in time. Uh, so, Doc What Orange, did you guys use your time machine to do? Oh, <laughs> to I... To go back in time and re-record some cartoon voices? I'm uh, Doc Lorange. Yeah. I don't know if that's... I don't know if you remember him from the Annals of A history. little thing called the Mighty Ducks animated series? Uh, wildly successful. Successful. We'd come back to the future, and this house would just be a shack. <laughs> like, it really ruined your life. Well, I, it, I don't think the house would be affected because this house was here before I was, you know, a well, person. Well, yeah, but we but would like, come back to wherever you live okay. in this, w- this world. Yeah, or the Nazis would have taken over <laughs> because you were Duck Laurent. Yeah, prove to me that they won't. I can't. Exactly. Uh. So his sword is also like a welding because he uses it to melt open a, a, a grate so he can infiltrate the building. It can basically do whatever the plot needs it to. Yeah, it's great. It's a great tool. Yeah. And that grate he kicks in leads directly to where the fucking gun is. So there's that. <laughs> Meanwhile, the tiny ducks are running down the street. Um, no one seems to give a shit or notice them, which is fine, I guess. It's a commentary on how obsessed with our own lives we are. Don't notice the things around us, Sky. Well, to be fair, this was 94. So everybody, everybody wasn't looking at their phones yet. Yeah, they were busy looking at other stuff. Like up. They were busy walking around going, God, I'm fucking bored. I wish there was something I could look at at all times that had interesting things on it. Where is my Walkman? My battery has died and I can't listen to my Walkman. What if I wanted to watch a short video and then listen to all of my music and then call someone and then just stare at something (laughs) for six hours until it's time for bed? What if I wanted to listen to every piece of music ever recorded ever? I sometimes I just I think about these people who are mad at the that we're all looking at our phones and I just what are they not looking at? What? What are? How are they doing their phone wrong? Like, do you know why we do that? So we don't have to fucking talk to you who de- so desperately need validation. Uh, I just don't understand how you don't see looking at your phone all day as a positive. It's great. You can learn so much. You can yeah. do a lot. You can just. You know what I did on my phone? I paid all the bills. I just zoned out for six hours, and then it was time to go to bed. <laughs> constantly looking up who's in the show that i'm watching yeah i if i need pokemon facts i can ask my phone i want to know what my friends are looking at on their phones they'll have posted it so i can see it somewhere (laughs) or what a good system we have yeah where we don't have to talk to you anymore i hate old people who hate (laughs) phones 
I've, I've decided recently that I'm very pro-phone in looking at it. That's know. fine. I remember when we lived in Belleville and I was at the laundromat. I had my iPod in my ears. I didn't have, like, well, I did have a smartphone, but it wasn't the same as it is now. <laughs> yeah. it I had a, a Voyager before I, uh, smartphones actually were a thing. And I was casting out please don't talk to me vibes because I had my headphones in. I was looking down at my stuff. I was paying no attention to anybody else. And some fucking boomer walked up and started talking to me about Jesus. And this is exactly why we don't want to talk to you. That was before even, like, we all had something to look at. So that w- that was even more understandable. Like, now people still do that, even though we all have something we're busy doing. <laughs> yep. It's just understood that we all have a thing we can look at. Yeah. So Tanya and the group <laughs> oh, yeah. jump off, uh, off of the curb, and they get stuck in a spider web. And it looks like they're going to get eaten by a spider, which to them is giant. I don't think that there's a spider web that could be built in America that would be able to suspend those ducks because they're about action figure sized, which is dense enough to get away. If this was Australia, not a question. If this was Australia, there's, there's spider webs big enough to hold you or I now. That's correct. And for sure, birds and snakes. I've seen it. It's horrifying. But Grin punches the spider and uh, I guess it's an especially big spider. That didn't get squished. Speaking of getting squished, the giant ass robot is chasing Mallory and Wildwing, or uh, yeah, Wildwing, until he shoulders into an abandoned house, or not house, uh, building. Anaheim in this universe has a lot of abandoned buildings and factories. Yeah, so there's not that much the, collateral the damage. Economy. <laughs> the ducks are revitalizing it, Jake. Oh, by bringing uh, organized sports. Yes. Before, all they had was the frogs. And that mall. And that team that apparently took over the sportsplex. The maulers, the Mad Max guys. Uh, I don't don't think they had a name. Or if they did, it doesn't matter. uh, None of this matters. But the tiny ducks come running up, and uh, they infiltrate the, the giant robot. He's too big to notice them hopping inside of them, or inside of it. Meanwhile, he's just smashing buildings and throwing bits. And for a moment, Jake brought up uh, the Ninja Turtle episode where Crane gets big and how cool it would be if the ducks had to do a thing like that, Um, which would have been cool, sure. I just very distinctly remember those turtles, like, pulling up that weird synthetic skin and, like, slipping in there. Yeah, it was rad. (laughs) Gross when you think about it. Yeah, those first episodes were kind of hardcore in is a that, way. Is that pretty early on in it's the It's like episode five. I just, like I told Sky earlier, I think we had that on VHS. So I remember watching that episode a lot. Yeah. Those, like the first season was made all at once because they didn't think that it was going to be successful because of how fucking stupid it is. <laughs> um, but, you know, it got obviously wildly popular. Um, we all love incredibly stupid shit <laughs> yeah which is, why, which is amazing why this duck show didn't take off <laughs> different time i mean to be fair we both watched it at the time yeah it just wasn't as good as ninja turtles because no, we were like true. well this isn't ninja turtles yeah ducks aren't as exciting as turtles i'm pretty sure ninja turtles was still on the air at this time 96 for sure so duck orange has infiltrated the room where the gun is and it's got a laser grid and he takes his sword and uses it as a grappling hook, even though he has a grappling hook. Um, and he 
I don't know, steals the gun without an issue. With zero <laughs> issues. Meanwhile, the uh, giant robot pulls up a uh, smokestack, and I wanted him to do the dragon sword smash in the mouth, but he doesn't. Instead, he just doesn't even. I don't even. Think he doesn't. I think with he just it. sets it down or smokes it like a cigar. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. But I, I uh, wanted him to take it and use it like a blowgun. <laughs> Start blowing poison darts at the dogs. Light it up like <laughs> I wanted him to light it up like a spliff. Uh, is that robot smoking that smoke snack? <laughs> Sure is. He's, it's his vape. <laughs> Vapes aren't invented yet, but pot leaf uh, to cigarettes have been. <laughs> Are you, it's so nerdy, you can't even. You know, pot, pot leaf cigarettes? You know, pot leaf cigarettes? Yeah. Was, it's not the tobacco leaf cigarettes, obviously. Obviously. What kind of cigarette is that? Pot leaf or is it a marijuana leaf cigarette or a, a tobacco leaf cigarette? Yeah, isn't that how they say it? This is—I don't know. This is why no one would hang out with us in high school, Scott. You give off <laughs> such narc vibes. <laughs> Look, that's absolutely true, but for different reasons. <laughs> I was the friend that you would tell your parents was going to be there, so they'd be like, "Oh yeah, that's fine then." Yeah, because apparently I was the adult. I—I <laughs> I don't think I ever did, but everybody. No, just, you just have that energy. Yeah, absolutely. People would, like, I would tell the truth, and nobody ever got mad at me to my face about it. Uh, I mean, I was like, well, yeah, he, of course you asked him. He tells the truth all the time. My mom would just be like, where are you going? I'd be like, skies. And then I just wouldn't see her until the next <laughs> day sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Good times. We're going to go hang out in a Kmart until, <laughs> until <laughs> we've looked at all the things. All of that was open. <laughs> we could go to the Steak and Shake or the Kmart. Ooh. Good times. So, <laughs> Wildwing notices that the crystal's not there, um, and he yells at Duck Orange for not grabbing the crystal, but wouldn't you know it, Dr. Droid has a replica of the gun, but with the crystal, so well, he set up a decoy. Well, I think that's the actual gun. The other one's the replica. Right. He's a trap. Yeah. He says something about a decoy uh, tricking a duck, which I remember. I remembered how decoys work wrong. So I was mad at the show for a minute, but really I was just but incorrect. It's because the ducks want to have sex with the decoys, right? I think it's just they know it's cool to chill there because oh. there's already a duck. There's no predators or snapping turtles under the water <laughs> waiting for a duck. No snapping turtles eating that duck, so we're cool. Probably fine. Ever seen a du- or a, that gif of a duck coming in for a landing on a frozen pond and it slides for like 30 feet? Yeah. It's pretty funny. Sorry, I, I just like the... Uh, the aesthetic of a landing duck sliding in, be like, "What's up?" Uh, meanwhile, um, the the tiny ducks have taken over the giant robot. I guess there were controls inside after all, because and a super tiny view screen for <laughs> fucking nosedive. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I don't know why that would be in there. So he built the controls real small because he grew this one with his ray. Yep. So so they were. Even smaller, because he built them as people-sized, or he built them small for people-sized, and then he grew the thing. Yes. Uh, and the ducks are currently action figure-sized, and they're perfectly proportioned. So I don't know how he did it, or, or why he did it. <laughs> yeah, so those controls would have to be so small. They'd be extra small, which doesn't make a lick of sense, but moving on. Nosedive manages to shoot the gun out of uh, Dr. Droid's hand um, and then causes him to go running inside and 
Wild Wings like, hey, you asshole, you shot the gun we need to save you. <laughs> and Nosedive says something to the effect of, well, it's a sacrifice that the team's going to have to, that we had to make for the good of the team, which is not how we set up anything about it. He didn't learn anything about saving the team. So we're working for the there team. There had to be stuff in between him being so rash and him doing something for the best of the team, right? I guess to so. To get to this point. Also, he unilaterally decided. He, they did not discuss, I'm going to blow up the fucking gun. Well, we've already learned from other episodes that they don't let Grin decide anything because he, he doesn't won't. make decisions. <laughs> and Tanya can't make a decision because it will wreck the fabric of life or whatever. <laughs> yeah, she's bad at it. She's quantumly bad at it. Uh, but Tanya's been futzing with whatever, and she's cut the power source from the robot, so now the robot's useless. You could have had a Megazord! Yeah. Idiots! Add it, add it to your shrink ray and time machine collection. Yeah. You guys are unstoppable if you do this right. Yeah, you can now have an arsenal of everything because you got a goddamn shrink ray! But whatever. So, Wildwing, having yelled at Nosedive, didn't actually examine the damage on the gun, which is... A wire. It's two wires. Okay, okay, you're fair. You're right. It's two wires that got snipped. Out of a blast from a 60-story <laughs> robot, two wires, and one hose got singed a little. I don't think the Dr. Droid would have been hurt by that blast. He wasn't. He ran away. I guess that's fair. Uh, he was scared, so, if nothing else. Tanya knows how to reprogram the thing. She tells Wildwing to connect a couple of wires, and now it, instead of gradually growing them, they will grow instantly. And she knows that because she doesn't, and also they might explode. She knows that because she examined the crystal earlier. Okay. And she's the smart one. Why would it work like that? Well, she says it might not. It might just explode them. Okay, that's fair. She doesn't tell Wildwing it's something I noticed, so he doesn't know he might kill them. Right. So well, he might have stopped. Yeah. And... and... She just wanted him to get it over with. Either grow me or, or kill me. Because I can't be tiny and constantly be fighting cats and spiders. <laughs> I, I don't want to continue shrinking until I cease to exist into nothing. Because eventually, your atoms are going to get so close together that it'll just, I don't know, atomically explode? I guess so. If that's how this works. Yeah, why wouldn't it? That's true. So he shoots them and they get big. Now, do they continue expanding? Not in this episode. <laughs> Maybe they'll be giant in the next episode. We can only <laughs> gotta <hope>. dial it in. <laughs> it's causing a horrible strain on their bodies. Uh, Doctor Droid ran into his uh, his machine floor, and there's a bunch of extra robots that are being built. Um, and the ducks are like, "We gotta shut this shit down because he's got an army. Doesn't have the grow ray, so it's not as dangerous. But he still has a lot of robots. I mean, they're constantly defeating big red robots anyway." Yeah, these robots are only slightly bigger than the, the drones that Draganis has. They don't have weird boob guns that come out of their hands. No, they got cool fists, like Baymax. Yeah. I don't know if... They do have weapons. How did it shoot? It shot out of its fingertips, yeah, it right? Yeah, shot, it shot uh, Dragonzord style again. Yeah. It's a... <laughs> yep. So Nosedive and Wildwing shoot the giant one that's standing there with pucks, and it starts leaning, and then the other ducks kick it. And it starts wobbling, and then Tanya comes over and flicks it, and it falls over. Duck Orange is somewhere. Yeah, he doesn't help knock it over. <laughs> it wobbles back and forth, though, so they were really, you know, taking a calculated risk that it was going to fall the right direction. <laughs> sure did. Uh, but sure enough, it falls on the 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 uh, machine plant, 
definitely destroying this private <laughs> family-owned business. Because <laughs> fuck you, Anna. This is why Anaheim's closed. It's too many... Right. Too many robots falling on all the factories. They're going to show up for work the next day, and they're going to be like, what the fuck happened to our engine factory? We make ro... What? How do we... Can we make robots for the military now? Oh, I think we can do that. No, we can't, because a big robot fell on top of the little robot. Cool, but this big robot's still perfectly intact. Can we reverse engineer this and make a, the world way cooler? Nah. Cool. So the the robot falled over, falled over? Yep, the robot falls over. And the ducks, to their credit, do look for the corpse of their bad guy. Yeah, but all they find is his robot penis. <laughs> Attached to the rest of his body. Right. Um, Duck Orange finds him specifically, and there's no head. And he's like, well, how about that? I mean, if you are going to make yourself a robot body, this is a good, like, feature to have. Is it, though? Yeah, in case something happens to your robot body, you can pop your fucking head off and fly away. <laughs> go get your second <laughs> robot body that you got stashed away somewhere. It's a great plan. That's fair. Yeah, the head, it, there's just, like, a rocket booster at the base of his neck. Yep. I don't know how he's controlling his flight pattern. Uh, With the rockets. There, there's just the one, though. It's just thrust. No, it's subtle there's, sky. There's, there's no variations fins. in the oh, okay. in their thrust. Like, even the rocketeer had the helmet that he had to tilt so he could steer. <laughs> um, In the Ninja Turtles, Baxter Stock in the Ot 3 series, Baxter Stockman crossed the shredder too many times. And each time he did that, uh, one, a character named Hun would cut off a piece of his body. So, like, at first, he just lost an eye, and then he lost a hand, and then he was in a wheelchair, and then he was just a head, and his head, instead of a rocket boost out of his the base of his neck, had, like, spider legs. Well, that's option number two. Which is a pretty good look. Because then you can just skitter out of your, yeah. your old body and go find a new body. <laughs> a verb designed for spiders. Yeah, skitter. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, Dr. Head uh, flies away, swearing revenge on the ducks. Um, until he lands somewhere. And that's the end. They did it. Yay. They really should reclaim that giant-ass robot, though. Yeah. It's fucking rad. If you have the option to have a Megazord, you take that option. Yeah, always. What are you doing? And luckily, uh, the options for episodes just popped up, and Dr. Droid returns in episode 14, so we are two episodes away from the reckoning. <laughs> um, So, Jake... What was the most terrific part? The most terrific part was when you said, nice, when <laughs> when uh, when they almost lost the game, but then they won the game. <laughs> Look, I'm worried about our heroes. And they're... And they're I finally care about them. And their untarnished hockey record. That's right. How else are they going to make the playoffs and get the Stanley's Cup? <laughs> Got to eat cereal out of something, and they can't until they have the Stanley Cup. Normally, the teams get to, like, they take turns bringing that thing all over the place and drinking beer out of it and, like, <laughs> having parades and it. shit. But there's only six of these guys, and they all live in the stadium. Yeah, what that's two event. consecutive months of having a Stanley Cup. Yeah. Just just fucking boring as shit. Just, I, I mean, I guess Nosedive might do something interesting. Like Probably going to dump in it. Yeah, I don't take a big dump in it, but that's just sad for hockey fans, is all I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Uh, I think uh, the whole look of Dr. Droid was pretty turtle-rific. Yeah, he was an awesome 90s cartoon villain. Yeah, sure was. He was he, I dare say he was extreme to the max. 
So max. He was maxed out. Yeah, because he had shoulder guns, giant <laughs> and missile hair. hands, miss or uh, rocket neck. That's right. I'm pretty sure there was a spawn action figure that had a man that shot his head out. You were thinking of the Earthworm Jim action figure. No, I'm not. I'm thinking of Spawn. Remember how McFarlane put out a bunch of like Spawn action figures for no reason at all? I think they still are. Well, yeah, but like all of a sudden, yeah. like there were TV commercials and everything, and we're like, oh shit, that's a cool design because it looks a little bit like Spider-Man, except he has Mystic shots, Mystic bolts, I guess. Um, Did you have a bunch of Spawn? Action I had figures? Spawn and Medieval Spawn. Because he had a sword. Um. I don't remember his name, but he was like a green guy, and he moved his arm, and his head shot off his body, and I don't know why that was a thing. Well, the Earthworm Jim action figure also shot the worm out of the body. True, but Earthworm Jim was just a, a worm inside of a suit. Absolutely, but you, we were just talking about heads that shot off a Sure, bodies. I have that series over there. Do you? I do. It's got Dan Castellaneta, I think? I think that's correct. He's Earthworm Jim? Yeah. Good for him. Getting some work. Yeah. <laughs> 20 years ago, yeah. He's um, only not making half a million dollars an episode. <laughs> Which is yeah. ironic, just based on the quality of the show. Like, they were making... He's not writing it. Well, that's true. I was going to say they were making so little in, like, the sixth season, but they were probably still making $100,000 an episode. Sure. Sure. Uh, who's the most likable or effective character? Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say Doctor Droid. He. Yeah. I liked him. I liked what he was about. I liked his robot penis. <laughs> it gave us a lot to work with. Sure did. Uh, I'm gonna give it to that ugly cat. <laughs> that ugly cat was good. Uh, reminded me of the Rescue Rangers. Got some mileage out of that. Also, it also perplexed me as to why there was a fucking cat in a museum. You figured Just a it out, loose at least. cat. <laughs> I we. <laughs> What we really appreciate is anything that this show gives us to talk about for a few minutes. <laughs> That's what we've learned here. Sparks random other conversations. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the, the fuck it. it like, because I was really pissed that a cat, a loose cat, was just in a museum. But if there's a big hole in the wall, it makes a lot yeah. more sense. Cats always get in, in a big hole in the wall. Cats just live in the wall. Yeah. Hard Cat in stop. the wall, eh? Uh, what'd you do for Pop Culture Palette Cleanse? Oh, Sky, well, as you we know... we missed last week. We, yeah, we we had... I, I, and I've been off since the last time we did a podcast, so... I have absorbed a lot of things, watched <laughs> some stuff. Uh-huh. Um, I am currently working my way through several series. Um, let's see. Katie and I are watching uh, His Dark... Uh, materials. Materials, thank you. I can never remember what the last noun is. I always <laughs> want to say, like... His dark machinations or something. I was talking about a recipe for seduction, and I still keep saying desire uh, earlier when I was talking to my mom. Uh, you know who watched that? Kevin. Is that right? Yeah. What did he think? He's the, he, th- he knew it was silly. Okay. He loves Lifetime movies and Hallmark movies. I would not have pegged oh, him for that. If you go over there at Christmas time, that's... If you go in, like, to their house between January and... Uh, and like Halloween, it's Fox News, but from Halloween to January, it's Hallmark Christmas movies on their TV at all times. <laughs> cool. <laughs> but anyway, uh, his dark uh, materials is it has been really good. I didn't think I was going to get that into it, um, so I went poop in the middle of the first episode, so I missed a, a bit, but I got caught back up. Sure. Um, just uh, it's one of those shows that is the the world is insane so it takes a lot of like 
What would your demon Catching. be? Uh, I, we've decided it's Otis. <laughs> He's always just sitting near me sighing, so. Yeah, and everyone's got a cute little animal that follows him around. Does everybody? I thought it was only select people. No, everyone in that world does, but okay. uh, there are other worlds, and they don't have them. Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda has a bunny. Oh. The little girl from Logan has... Uh, <laughs> Well, when you're little, it changes, but his yeah. hers mostly takes the form of this little uh, ferret that's real cute. In the Golden Compass, Daniel Craig had a snow leopard. Uh, yes, he's uh, that's James McAvoy in this, and ah. he has a snow leopard. Yes. Um, have you met the armored bears yet? Yeah, that's a cool phrase. Uh, the, I think the first season is the first book, and the bears y- Yorick B- Berenson Berenson sure. Barons. You could say literally anything. I do not remember. I can't remember the bear's last name, but I like that the bear has a last name. <laughs> Berninson, I think, is his last name. Um, their uh, their Panzerbjorn is what the name of the bears is, which I think is fun. It's a lot of. <laughs> I'm glad I watched it and didn't read it because it's so many, uh, especially the first season, is so many like Nordic type words that yeah. I would never like eyes pronounced as J's and yeah. shit. A lot of I J's in there. Would have never been able to read it and been like oh that's how you say this if you only had ever read mjolnir there's no way you would pronounce it that way absolutely not unless you're from that area i suppose yeah but as a midwestern kid york starts with like an io i would have never (laughs) gotten that so um i've been really enjoying it though we have one more episode uh left of season two and then we just have to sit around and wait for season three i suppose nice uh also i've been watching well, we got HBO Max. I don't know if anyone's cut on. Sky has, because I already told them. Yes. Been watching the Harley Quinn show on, on HBO Max. It's extremely good. N- nothing on paper makes it sound like something I would enjoy, but it's very good. All-star cast, Ron Funches as King Shark is <laughs> very good. And probably my favorite is Alan Tudyk doing Clayface. Alan Tudyk also is the Joker, and he does, like, Almost Mark Hamill, but not quite. Yeah. It's like his own thing, but it's also like, at first I was like, is this Mark Hamill not doing that Joker? Alan Tudyk has a new show coming up where he's an alien investigator. I don't know. No, I I, I don't remember what his job is, but I, he's playing an alien who is also a detective or something. And I thought, I was like, is this the Martian Manhunter? Uh, but it's not. It's something completely independent. <laughs> he's not manhunting anything. Well, he is, but he's that character he's not john johns yeah is it what is that on i don't remember no well it was must have been hulu what told me (laughs) also i've been working my way uh through happy endings which is on hulu which is a show that uh was not on very long but i really like and i don't know if anyone else has actually watched it other than tiffany you've talked about it before i I know because i every couple years i come back and watch it because it's really (laughs) funny um and i uh on a on a whim Watched the first episode of Perfect Strangers. Yeah. Because I was looking through, uh, I think, Hulu and Katie. But it was rough. Kate, no, actually, it was much better than I thought it was going oh, yeah? to be. And once I'm done with Harley Quinn and um, Happy Endings, I'm going to watch all of Perfect Strangers. It right. was much better than I thought it was going to be. I It wa- wasn't, like, great. It wasn't life-changing or anything. But <laughs> I was surprised that it was good. I watched an episode of Family Matters. Um, was it the Christmas one? No. No. Oh. Uh, it was the one where they were sending Urkel into space because I wanted to know why. And were you just sitting here wondering? So you had 
find it? <laughs> well, it's at the end of the final season, oh. and uh, Buzz Aldrin appeared in it, and it was it was bad. Yeah, we watched a lot of um, Christmas episodes of shows like that because mm-hmm. Hulu had them like all set up for you. Oh, nice! So we watched the episode of of uh, Family Matters, the Christmas. Probably more than there's probably more than one Christmas one, right? There's I, gotta be. I would believe so. There's uh, like nine seasons. The, the worst of all of them was Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> that was like actively bad. Did she fly on her vacuum? Yes, because she had to pretend to be Santa because John Ratzenberger was Santa, and um, <laughs> she he was teaching her a lesson about not being selfish. Right, like every Christmas story. Yes, and then it turned out he he wasn't actually hurt, and she learned a lesson. And uh, by getting tricked, yes, by Santa, who is John Ratzenberger. That's right. Oh, damn it! I bought a a Christmas turtles thing that I forgot about. What Christmas turtle? Uh, it's from the Ot Three series, Cowabunga Christmas. I think you can still watch it. Yeah, but I meant to watch it for this. Oh well, there will be next Christmas probably. It's true. Um. Also, we watched Soul, which was really good. Uh, which Neat. which is what prompted me to want to watch all of the Pixar movies because there are still a couple I haven't seen, which is weird because I like Pixar movies and I don't know why I didn't watch them. I don't want to be sad, so I don't want to watch Coco. <laughs> yeah, but I'm excited to watch Wally again. <laughs> Fucking witches at Pixar make me cry with a sad volcano. <laughs> Not cool, man. Sky, what did you do for a pop culture palate cleanse? Well, um, I've done a fair amount of D and D playing and thinking about um and also today i watched the uh the sequel to shark boy and lava girl uh entitled we can be heroes i i live tweeted it but i enjoyed it it was pretty good i mean it was silly and the child actors are clearly child actors is taylor lautner still in it i can't tell because Shark Boy never took off his mask or said anything. Oh, then absolutely. You don't get Taylor Lautner to not do that. Yeah, and uh, he just looked angry, and I don't know Taylor Lautner's face from nose to chin well enough to recognize him as that. And I didn't think to look it up on IMBD, but I and I don't know if Lava Girl... I feel like, as adults with children, they ought to uh, update their names to, uh, like, Shark Man <laughs> and Lava Woman, or maybe just Shark and Lava. It just dropped the whole half of but it was pretty good. I mean, it was dumb, but I like a story about super teens and it was fun. The ending I didn't appreciate because it was a huge twist that made everything kind of pointless. Um, And then it got kind of preachy about how we need to take care of the planet, but I get it. Like kids need to hear that sort of thing. Yeah. Where else are you going to learn to take care of the planet? They, we had Captain, the planeteers. Listen, yeah. Captain Planet's not on anymore. Um, <laughs> it is the same Lava Girl. Cool. Taylor Dooley. That Taylor Lautner was unavailable for. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, Taylor Lautner? That's a great question. <laughs> Nothing, I bet. Um, living off that Twilight money. Can't do a single flip for the kids. What an asshole. It was directed by Robert Rodriguez, who directed the original one, and that really good episode of The Mandalorian with all the punching. Which one is that? The one where they're trying to punch their way and shoot their way up the mountain to get to the Baby Yoda. Uh, Pedro Pascal's in it. He looks like Hawkeye. If uh, Hawkeye was a little more put together, uh, he plays the father of one of the kids 
who promised to not be a superhero anymore, but then obviously got taken back in. And so you know how superheroes have a way of getting to a place like the X-Men have a jet and Batman has Batmobile. Like everybody can fly. I read your tweet, so I know where this is going. Yeah. Well, Shark Boy's got a shark themed drone that will carry him places. Uh, a lot of other superheroes will just have a plain looking drone and they just dangle from it as they fly into battle. And that is such a precarious looking thing that is not intimidating at all. Cause I feel it, like a drone is really if, easy to shoot. Yeah. Guy. If I'm a bad guy, I'm looking at you dangling from a drone and all I have to do is throw a stick at it and you're going to go fucking down. Yeah. Hard. Our drone technology is not there yet. Yeah. And honestly, their tech- drone technology wasn't there yet either, because most of them got taken down midair. <laughs> but I found it very funny. I did some other stuff, I'm sure, but I don't remember what it but was. But it wasn't as important as right. this. Right. I did Shark Boy and Lava Girl sequel today, so... So you remember that. Right. I don't, I don't know if Shark Boy didn't talk in the first one, because f- maybe he was ashamed of his shark teeth. But no, it, it was just it was probably because it was a lot, and right. I looked it up. But they're, they have a daughter, and her name is Guppy. And uh, she is an adorable little girl uh, who goes into shark frenzies where she throws some sunglasses on her face and beats the shit out of grown men. It's great. It was it was a lot of fun. <laughs> but yeah, I think that'll probably do it for this week. Uh, thank you guys very much for listening. Um, you can follow the show at Failed Pop Culture with no E at the end. You can email the show at popculturefailure at gmail.com. You can follow me. I am at Sandwich Surplus. I'm at Midwest Love Affair. And Happy New Year. Uh, Black Lives Matter. Defund the police. And stay frosty. And I did it that time, even though you added the Happy New Year. Yeah. I was ready. I was like, oh, fuck. Here we go. He's he's trying to throw me off. <laughs> Not deliberately. But I kind of expected you to stumble. That's for damn sure. It's new Year, new me. <laughs> fuck you. Happy <laughs> birthday. Let's hear it for the managers. Time to rock and roll. Let's go. Let's go.